Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. I hope you enjoy Convergence, and, and thanks again for sharing this part of your lives with us. It's been a real pleasure.
Welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your host and guide, Judge Maria and Saroma. And for those that are listening into the live broadcast, that song that you just heard, well, first of all, this kind of, this is the kind of times we end. So my closing song opens the show, right? So it's like things are being flipped around in our world right now, for sure, for sure. But the Stevie Wonder song you heard is called Nikolela. It comes from Songs in the Key of Life, and it's just got such a beautiful, beautiful message about love and love for the world. And I encourage you to um, have that as part of what you use to keep yourself reminded about what I've been talking about all month. There's always hope. Yes, September is the second and final mineral month in this water year that has opened a new age in human evolution with mind-blowing challenges and changes. Um, You know, the earthquakes, the volcanic eruptions, raging fires and storms, and of course the COVID pandemic have wreaked havoc upon our lives. It's easy to fall into despair and not want to come up and out of it. Let's not choose to do that, folks. Let's choose another way. This month, I've been inviting you to join me in believing that there's always hope. And through my three broadcasts and videos, that's exactly what I've been talking about and encouraging you to focus on ways to grow your capacity to stay hopeful. And this will be my third and final segment in this series, which I'm calling Creating a Loving Future 
on purpose. But first, when I'm broadcasting live, just a reminder that if you have a problem with your Wi-Fi, you can listen to the live broadcast through this number. It is area code 563-999-3089. I will upload a video of this broadcast on Tuesday to my YouTube channel, which is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. Please subscribe, join, and like. And if you have any questions or comments, the best way to get that to me is through, first, my, way, my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, my website, www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or in the comment section below the YouTube. But right now, I ask and thank you to sit or lay back and join me in an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and remember the true treasure of being human. As always, I want to start off by first taking a moment to acknowledge and honor the ancestors. You know, so many of us have, and I'm pretty sure there's not a person on this planet who hasn't lost someone that they know or someone that they know knows um, to COVID. I mean, it's that extensive. And so we, we are carrying a lot, a lot of grief. And in the tradition that I wisdom keep, the ancestors are real and definitely those that we want to call on these non-physical helpers and guides to help us navigate through the times that we are in. So join me and call out the names of those who you may have lost or of people that you know have died to COVID. And let's call on them and send them this ancestor love because, boy, do we need their help and guidance right now. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, well, the one, all that is, we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to open up our hearts, our minds, and our spirits to your greater will. Mm. And Creator, we are so grateful that you would give us access to your emissaries, the ancestors, those whose shoulders we're standing upon, those who, where they are at, (laughs) what we call problems, those are not problems to them. And so we're calling out to them because we need them right now to give us the extra dimension of understanding, of love in regards to this new age that we are moving through. So ancestors, 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 we call out to you with very heavy but open hearts for we are just weary at this point of all that we are dealing with and we want to stay hopeful and we want to stay looking forward to a new world, to a new future, a loving future. So we're calling out to you, you who can see in all directions at once. Please come be our guides, be our way showers, be our reminders of the truth of who we are as divine beings, not disposable widgets for a matrix culture. And so ancestors, 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 we love you. And we want to definitely receive your love, your guidance, your wisdom. We surrender to the fact that we are mortal and not really able to understand why everything's happening the way it is. And so help us, help us, number one, accept and open up to learning how to seek the treasure in all of this trouble. Mm. 
And so, Creator, I ask and thank you for the blessing and the wisdom and the love of the ancestors in the name of all that is holy. I speak the name of the Yeshua, the Jesus Christ, and the Mary Magdalene, so conjoined in the divine masculine sacred feminine at this time on the earth plane. And I say, Amen. So it is. So I can tell you right now, folks, I'm going to go a little over because instead of just three minutes of opening uh, music, I had probably about five. So bear with me because uh, I don't ever want to, like, rush over things, but I do want to make sure that I'm getting out what um, I'm guided to give to you in a very respectful manner. Elemental wisdom for this week. We are going to have a week of fire energy because Friday was the 17th. That's a seven. And so we blazed into this fire week in this last mineral month. And here is the opportunity. Yes. Embrace and practice forgiveness. Invoke the ancestors, as I just did, to help you forgo being a martyr to past pain as you invite the grace of forgiveness to embrace you and remove what was never yours to keep. Ask and thank your God for enabling you to receive the grace of forgiveness for those who have hurt you and for those you have hurt, consciously or unconsciously. Prepare an ancestor plate at every meal. Light a candle and feed them with your intention to honor their existence and to receive their guidance and wisdom and love. They want you to win. I'll repeat that. They want you to win and are committed to you not repeating their sorrows. You are their dream come true, and they want you to live your happy endings. Yes. Now, of course, always with whatever it is that is coming for us to embrace whatever opportunity Distractions will show up. So here are four to be on the lookout for and to say no to. Number one, wanting to be right about being a victim. And this one sometimes is hard to detect because you may think, I'm doing everything right. I'm doing my prayers and I'm feeding the ancestors and I'm doing everything you say. But if you're still whining, if you're still believing that you're a victim to life, that you can't get out of that, if you think you don't have a choice, oh, oh, you are wanting to be right about being a victim. If you're still angry at somebody and you don't want to open up to learning how to receive the grace of forgiveness, if you want to be right that they are a villain in your life, oh, yeah, you holding on. And this is a week to let that, conscious of that, where am I still wanting to be right about that person did this to me and, you know, yeah. Forgiveness, forgiveness. Second, thinking that you have to figure things out on, on your own, you know, and what that means is like, so if there is a person, a situation that you can't forgive, even something that you did yourself that you can't forgive, open up to receiving a divine energy. I call it grace to remove you out of that belief system. Number three, judgment and criticism of yourself and others. Really keep a listening ear out for that because it's, we do it all the time. And, you know, oh, my God, television and now social media commercials that are telling you there's something wrong with you so you feel like you got to go out and buy something in order to correct it, that's judging yourself. That's being critical of yourself. 
So stop it and <laughs> learn how to just accept yourself. Learn what is really important to be, you know, grateful for about who you are. So what? You know, it's like me. I've got um, some skin discoloring underneath my, my lip, right? Had that since I was a little girl. Mama took me to the doctor to say, oh, is she dying? What's going on? And they were like, no, it's just, just the way it is. So, you know, um, yeah, I could go get some makeup and cover it up. But at the end of the day, here's what I'm grateful for. Oh, my God, that I got a chin, that I can talk, that my voice box is still working, that my brain is functioning so I can be here spewing out some wisdom for you, spilling out some, some inspiration. That's what I focus on. I don't care about I got some discoloration. That's nothing compared to what people have. And, you know, I grew up with a brother who got burned when he was a little baby, so he had scarring on his face. And, you know, when he was little, people made fun of him. Kids, other kids called him monster and stuff, you know, or people would see him and their reaction would be like this. And, you know, so I was blessed to grow up learning that, you know, it can always be worse. And my brother is one of the most loving and open-hearted people you would ever want to meet. And he has a great gift to be of service to children who are dealing with both mental, emotional, and physical challenges. Yeah, yeah. My brother's name is Ralph, by the way. I'm invoking Ralph. Um, but anyway, just that to say, you know, let's put it into perspective and really step away from judging and, and making ourselves feel like there's something wrong with us when there really, really isn't. And then last but not least, taking on the problems of others. Oh, my God, so easy to do. In fact, I had to talk myself out of it doing that today and remind myself, like, look, you ain't God, you ain't Jesus, you ain't Mary. You, you don't need to try to save anybody. Um, you can be a support. You can be loving. You can be patient. You can be compassionate. But you do not have to believe that you have got to take on somebody else's pain. That's called codependency, and we definitely want to stay away from that. All right. So over the next two Fridays, because I won't be broadcasting live next week, we'll be moving into mineral on the 24th and then water on October the 1st. So I'll be making a separate video to share all of that along with my astrological insights, which I will be doing um, for the next two weeks. Um, and that'll be on my YouTube channel. Again, it's um, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. So please subscribe so you don't miss it. Yeah. Now, this Wednesday, the 22nd, we have our monthly Earth Day. Yes, yes, yes. And I can't stress this enough how important it is that every month we are making sure we're putting a focus on what am I doing personally or what are we doing collectively to really contribute to how do we learn how to be kind to our Earth rather than taking advantage of her and treating her like she's garbage, right? So... Um, Last week, I, I shared about a report that I came across in Consumer Reports that was saying that the big problem with plastics isn't just that it exists, it's that we keep it existing because we're over-consuming. So I just want to remind you to really think about how you can reduce your use and consumption of plastic. Also, on their website, which I encourage you to go to for Earth Day, earthday.org, you'll find information about simple acts of green, climate change info and actions that you can take personally, and also about their um, 
you know, global uh, earth challenge that they're doing to help involve people in being kind of stewards and, and keeping an eye out for things that will be harmful to the planet. And as I always say every week, and I truly believe this, this is the hope, that together we can work to make sure that this planet is a place of love and nourishment and health and well-being for the seventh generation that comes after us. Okay. So now let me move into my spiritual spill for tonight under my theme of There's Always Hope. So my overview is I'm going to start talking about why there's always hope as a way to review what I talked about in regards to transcending fear and seeking treasure in trouble. Next, I'm going to talk about the ingredients for creating a loving future on purpose. And then I will share with you a personal growth opportunity in the form of some practice that you can do. My opening quotes for tonight come from Eckhart Tolle, um, someone who became famous by writing a book called The Presence, The Power of Now, which was a way for people involved in corporate America to get access to some very spiritual and new thought information. And from there, he wrote a book called The New Earth, which I encourage everybody at this time for what we're going through to read. It'll give you some very good insights about what it is that humanity is being called to do through this evolution uh, and what it is we're called to do very personally. So his quote is, the power for creating a better future is contained in the present moment. You create a good future by creating a good present. Yeah. And then the second quote here is from Thich Nhat Hanh, that wonderful, I believe he is a, a Taoist priest from Vietnam, and he has just brought such a great message of love and hope as one who survived the horror of that war. And he says, hope is important because it can make the present moment less difficult to bear. If we believe that tomorrow will be better, we can bear a hardship today. Yeah, love that, love that. So why there's always hope? The first thing is because it's a soul energy, meaning we have as humans the ability to hope. It's a unique human ability, and we can transcend the material for the spiritual. So that means that we can understand that what may be happening in our 3D reality has a higher purpose. And I talked about going up into that, that stratosphere of our consciousness to really get a bigger and broader understanding of how the universe works. Yes, and we are part of that. The other reason why there's always hope is because we can transcend fear. And I talked about in the previous broadcast, you know, first you accept that fear is natural and <laughs> you move past the shame, blame, I shouldn't. And then most importantly, you ask fear to be your teacher versus your tormentor. By asking it, what do I need to shift up, release, let go, transform, or just avoid in my life right now? Next, the reason why there's always hope is because as humans, we can seek the treasure 
in trouble. And I shared a couple of quotes, which I want to do right now with you to really give emphasis to this reality. I talked about the book by Florence Scovel Shin from the 1920s, where she referenced a metaphysician who said, if a boulder could be taken high above the planet, there would be no weight in that boulder. And that is what Jesus Christ meant when he said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Then Stephen Biko, the great South African civil rights leader uh, who died 44 years ago, uh, he says, we we regard our living together not as an unfortunate mishap, warranting endless competition among us, but as a deliberate act of God to make us a community of brothers and sisters jointly involved in the quest for a composite answer to the varied problems of life. Yeah, it's called social solidarity in a big way. And then I shared Viktor Frankl, the survivor of the Holocaust, who said, everything can be taken from a man but one thing, the last of human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances, to choose one's own way. And then last but not least, beautiful quote from the Dalai Lama, where he says, there is a saying in Tibet, tragedy should be utilized as a source of strength. No matter what sort of difficulties, how painful experiences lose our hope, that's our real disaster. Yeah, always hope. And what we do with that, why we transcend fear, why we seek the treasure in trouble, is so that we can really, really get on manifesting, creating a loving future. And to do that on purpose means we're conscious of it. So here's my suggested right ingredients for creating a loving future on purpose. And here's the first thing, really, really important, folks. You have to recognize and say no to messages that are negative and fear-based regarding the future. So any conversation, any messages that you hear, anything like that, that is this fear-based thing. And you know what I'm talking about, the zombie apocalypse. You know, <laughs> all, all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, you know, humans are so bad, so they need to be wiped off the planet anyway. You know, all that stuff, stay away from it. Stay away from it because people who believe in that, that's what they will experience, okay? That's what they will experience. But if you believe that you are here for a purpose, that God has created you, is breathing you right now because there is a huge purpose, in everything that's going on and that your job is to open up and learn how to have a better future, a loving future, that's what you want to be in. That's what you want to be connected to. It's like my ancestors in slavery. They, you know, if I wouldn't be here if they all said, oh, God, there's no way we can get out of this. We're just all going to die. White people are going to kill us, and we dead. You know? No, they didn't do that. They had hope. They sang about hope. They dreamed about hope. They planned for hope. And as a result of that, I'm still here, still here, yeah. So we have to think of a better future and say no to that negativity. And that's hard because it's so much easier to go into the negative, like I said. So this is work. This is the right ingredients, but it's work for creating a better future. The first thing is 
let go of the negativity, avoid it, stay away from it. And look, you don't have to convince anybody who's being negative that you're right and they're wrong. Don't go there. It don't don't waste your time and energy because you don't know what their sacred contract is, right? You, you can't be telling them this is what they should be doing, and they shouldn't tell you what you should be doing. So when I come across somebody who is spewing out some negativity, some fear, I listen, and then I say, well, you know, I'm open to learning something new. And that's it. That's it, you know. Um, and if they try to convince me, I'll say to them, you know, I'm really practicing um, not engaging in things that make me feel down. And I, the energy right now that I'm feeling is kind of making me down. So I'll, I'll talk to you another time. And that's it. That's it. Say no. Next, next right ingredient that I, I highly recommend is to practice daily visioning the new earth the new world, and what change you'll be willing to work on manifesting. Yeah, isn't that nice? Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? And uh, just a great example is Martin Luther King. You know, Martin Luther King Jr., I have a dream. That was real. He wasn't just saying that in a speech. He was really talking from his heart, from the spirit. I have a dream that one day, you know, there will be this equity, inclusion, you know, social justice, that freedom will ring, you know, from the mountaintops where you never thought it could ring, you know. I don't have to do the speech. You can go Google it and read it. But that is like what he did in the midst of a very, very impossible, um, you know, situation. People couldn't imagine how Jim Crow could come to an end. Well, Martin had a dream, you know, and he got other people to join in that dream. And another thing about manifesting, you know, Esther Hicks and her Abraham group that she channels have been around for a long time. They've been around for a couple of decades. And, you know, it's very, very powerful stuff. Ask and you shall receive, knocking the door will open is what she's practicing. But her work is really very important and it's very, very powerful, very effective. And she's not alone. There's other people out there who've been teaching the power of manifestation. I can think of like Wayne Dyer, Joe Dispenza is another one about mind over matter. All this stuff is very ancient too. It's not really new, but it's being given to us in this new format. So again, adopt a daily visioning practice, especially when you, you know, these horrible things are happening, storms and people losing their home. You know, I just found out about um, the refugees from Haiti who are at the Texas-Mexico border. Unbelievable. Like, how do you leave an island nation, cross the Atlantic Ocean into South America, go through a jungle in Colombia, then you've got to go up the Isthmus of Panama, right, into Mexico, and then, boom, you come to the border. That's like, to me, an impossible journey. But these people have made it, and they're at this border, and they need help. They need help right now. Um, and I don't even know what all that means, except that the United States has got to wake up to the fact that people still see us as a refuge, as a place where you can come and work on your dreams. And we need to honor that, and we need to, to be that. Um, so, you know, what I'm envisioning is that, you know, we really open ourselves up to getting back to that dream, that we are a place, like what the Statue of Liberty says, give us your poor, your tired, your hungry, your oppressed, you know, your, your scared folks, you know, we got, we got something for them here. 
Um, so again, you take the thing that is happening that is, could cause you anxiety and despair, and you start to dream about it, dream about what could be the, the, the right thing, the loving thing that could happen. Yeah. And you know, when I'm talking about practice and daily, I'm talking about prayers too, right? Intentions, prayers, manifesting, you got it. You got it. Third thing, shift from me to we. Yeah. It is so time for us to really accept that we are a global community. And that means that if it's happening in India, it can happen in China, it can happen in South Africa, it can happen in Wausau, Wisconsin. And that's what the COVID virus has brought to our consciousness in a very painful and powerful way. We are a global community. And this is definitely new. We've never had to really think about it or deal with it in that way. So there are some things out there um, that are going on that people are really trying to help us get that we're in this all together. And something I came across that I'm really liking is called the overview effect. Um, For more than four decades, astronauts from many cultures and backgrounds have been telling us that from the perspective of Earth orbit, orbit and the moon, they have gained such a vision. There is a common term for this experience. It's called the overview effect. And it's a phrase that was coined in a book by the same name by a space philosopher and writer, Frank Wright. It refers to the experience of seeing firsthand the reality of the Earth in space. And uh, they have a uh, website called theoverviewinstitute.org. I'll leave this information, of course, in the description box below my YouTube. Um, And, you know, it's just really, really powerful. So these folks go up in space and they see the Earth from that perspective, and it totally rewires them, change them up. They're working like, oh, my God, we got to come together. We can do this. we got to do this. So, you know, there is this going from it's only about me, it's only about my house, it's only about my neighborhood, it's only about my community, it's only about my state, it's only about my country. We've got to break that out and know it's about all of us. We're all in this together, all in this together. And then last but not least, become a master learner. Become a master learner. Open yourself up and commit to learning about the new visions of the future for humanity that are rooted in an energetic like the coming together of all those artists. I think it was 45 musicians um, back in the early 80s to do and produce the song, We Are the World. Yeah, it was about three decades ago. So um, it was an extraordinary recording session in the history of music and in the history of the world, and it had a huge impact on our consciousness at that time um, to really get, like, we are the world, we, we are all connected, we need to come together Um and I'll put a link to an article that was done in Esquire magazine giving the backstory about how that all got organized, how it came together, almost like spur in a moment after an award show. And so people were in town, they were in L.A., and they were able to bring all these artists in to do that. Um, so, you know, things like that, that's what you want to do. You want to really, really give yourself access to the things that are going to keep us really open, awake, and looking towards a loving future. 
and we can do this. I'm also going to um, leave you some information by a woman called Elizabeth Peru, and she did this great blog about Corona a wake up. Corona wake up. So it's coronavirus's Earth ascension global wake up call. So she's talking about again what is the treasure in this horrible pandemic. And she talks about all the ways that it already is beginning to influence positive change for our future. Yeah, really powerful. So here's a personal growth, um, healing and growth opportunity for you this week. And I call it loving future practice. Number one, intend to avoid negativity and fear about the future. So you're going to, this week, really keep your mind open to the negativity, and say no to it. Second, create your vision for a new earth, identifying what you want to change. Yeah. Draw it out, sing it out, uh, dance it out, videotape it out. Start to really give um, energy to a loving future and to your idea of what needs to change. Yeah. Not talking about the how, just work on what it is you want to change, you know, what it is that you see needs to be different, and, and then how could that be different? You know, what would, what would the alternative be? Number three, make a commitment to a sustainable action you can take to manifest your vision. What's a sustainable action you can take to manifest? And it may be that you take you know, five minutes every day to say a mantra about, I believe in a loving future. I believe in a loving future, whatever, but do something and something that, again, you can do consistently and, and over and over again. And then last but not least, find and use audiovisual materials that have a positive, encouraging message and conversation. I mean, a positive message um, for you, uh, for example, the movie Wall-E, a Disney movie. Uh, oh my God, it is so great because it starts off like this is what's going to happen when we don't come together and figure out how to make the Earth sustainable. Then we we can't be in it. And Wall-E is this little um, AI uh, robot whose job it is to do cleanup. Yeah, it's just crazy, and it's so great. And people are out on a Disney cruise ship that now is out in space, right? And what happens is, is that Wally, through love, through love, because he's AI, so he, he, he was able to have love. And so through love and his pursuit of love, he actually is able to help the humans wake up and come back to the earth to turn things around. It, it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So, again, and there, there are lots of good films out there, lots of good messages out there. Also, get yourself into conversations with love-centered visionaries so that you keep yourself inspired. We have to keep ourselves inspired, folks, because it's so easy, as I said, to fall into the chair, but there's always, always hope. And as humans, we can choose that. Yeah. My Sarah saying for the night is the same one I've used for the last three weeks because it's so important. And then again, her birth name was Hope. And Miss Sarah said, this is on a greeting card posted in her kitchen, I get up 
I walk. I fall down. Meanwhile, I keep dancing. And that is the message, folks. Let's keep dancing and let's dance ourselves into a better, more loving, more harmonious, more life-sustaining future. So closing out, I want to first thank, of course, my wonderful engineer, Miss Yvette Parker, and the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family for, again, giving me platform every Sunday to be here with you and to share my spiritual spills. I want to also shout out to all my regular listeners out there. And um, I got word from Queen Reverend Adara that she was going to be listening in along with one of her guests. And so, hey, Queen, shouting out to you. You know you rocking, girl. Um, and I hope to be able to bring more of Queen Adara to you with some of the stuff I'm working on as I revitalize my Ensoroma home for healing and higher community. And so, again, reaching out to those of you who have wisdom walk with me and you know who you are, um, to my family on both coasts and in the middle of the country. Yeah, you folks up in Wisconsin, I ain't forgot about you. And Cincinnati, Illinois, yeah, I ain't forgot about you. I know you all there doing great work. To my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, to my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and to those who may be watching or listening in for the first time. You know what? Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't do this without your interest in what it is I'm interested in. Yeah. Now, I am still working to get a 1,000 subscribers to my YouTube channel because I just want my messages to get out there. I want people to know that there's always hope. So if you can, please go to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, subscribe, like, and share with family and friends. And for this, I am deeply, deeply heartfelt grateful. Now, my next live broadcast will be on Sunday, October the 3rd. And I will rebroadcast um, the first, or maybe the last, I might rebroadcast this one for you um, next week. But don't forget, again, you can always go to my YouTube channel, um, to catch up, to listen to, um, and I will, again, be sharing the elemental and astrological insights for the next couple of weeks. The book, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery for Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at uh, uh, Amazon and Kindle. I am working on a, uh, a uh, audio book version of it, um, but you can find it online. I think it's a really good resource if you'd like to delve into an alternative spiritual approach to how it is that you on healing and growing yourself away from the past so that you can definitely participate in a brighter, more loving future, first for yourself, but then to participate with others. Yeah. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me. He's my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart do this important work with and for all of you. Please, please go out and have a wonderful, healthy, and safe fire week. 
practicing that forgiveness, opening up to really let go of what you don't need to be carrying anymore in life. Again, continue to wear your mask. And if you're not able to wear a mask, if you're not able to get a vaccine, take on healthy lifestyle and get your immune system to really be strong so that you can avoid getting this COVID and its variants. Um, but also practice that safe relating, social distancing, wash those hands frequently, avoid perceived safety, embrace science safety, and most importantly, folks, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.